are you watching HBO? Family Feud? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you just watching Family I'm watching Feud? Caucasian on. sports. <laughs> Literally, hockey. It said, "Oh no, Ice hockey, we're not watching sledding, you know. <laughs> volleyball." Here I come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you know, I was born forty. I turn on a bunch of TV shows, old sitcoms, and you know, just it I bet you ain't watching the Cosby the Show background. though. It's a game time. Community. This is game time. Family. It's game time. Awareness. There are moments when game time gets serious. And always remember, good luck and Godspeed. And Godspeed. And Godspeed. And we are live in the box. Now, let me go ahead and tell you, I tell these people all the time, um, I got a guy in here that has... Uh, had long conversations with me in the dark, driving late night roads, you know, the man, the myth, you know, uh, great individual that, that it seems like we'd have been on the longest trips and had the longest talks ever after games. You know, I'm talking about Mr. Como. I mean, I'm, I want to go ahead and give you what nicknames coach did you have in high school I, I, I gotta pull something I don't even make up my own my own uh, nickname here come on what nicknames did you used to have in high school man something something oh, man. you gotta give me something um, well first off I'd love to hear what your nickname would be <laughs> um I don't know maybe they were just talking behind my back all the time yes um you know I I, I do know that you know I'm bow legged. I, I, some people said I walked goofy. That I hey, hey, that's bow legged killer, man. Goofy Greg, <laughs> goofy Greg. Let's go with that. Let me go ahead and tell you. You know, uh, it seems like all the time we drive back, and you know, for these last couple of years, it seems like I've been knowing you for. Look, man, it's coming up on woo, five, six. Maybe seven. Maybe I've seven. Been Pineville for seven years. Right, so right, right. Getting, so getting close to that decade. Mark. Yes, 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 yes. Look, I didn't seen a lot of great teams. Great teams. You know, um, this man has impressed me of how he has evolved in his coaching style, depending upon the athletes you didn't had. I didn't seen teams that we have been extremely fast, and then I've seen teams that we have been more. Uh, I want to go ahead and give it not less fast, but uh, let's say possession oriented. Possession oriented. You know what I'm saying? And I always see the best from him when we go out and we play against Bird or we play against some teams up north because I get a good view from off of the bus. You know what I'm saying? I I, I get to see how it's it's formed. But uh, this year, let me go ahead and tell you, this year has been one of those that has been. It was a roller coaster ride, Coach. It was a roller coaster ride. Yeah, you, you can say that. Um, we started off strong. We had some injuries. We had some discipline issues. Um, obviously, COVID, you never knew. COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, we can blame that, anything co- on COVID. COVID needs to be a new swear word. Yes, yes, um, yes. You know, not just in education, but in sports everywhere. Um, you know, just not being, having to adjust on the fly, getting a, right. a phone call or a text message from someone who's quarantined or who's got the, you know, COVID. Uh, virus at that point, and you know, so it's it definitely a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster for a lot of teams, and it um, seems like it seems like this year um, we were not as our depth 
was not there as much. So sometimes when we actually had two players that could be out and go, it could affect the whole game. It, 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 it could affect us in a manner like this year. It seemed like, you know, we've had the clears, we had the weeks, we've had, you know, I'm talking about these, these individuals, but we always, I mean, that was pre-COVID. You're right. That was pre-COVID. And the toughest thing is whenever that one player was taking everybody else with them. Right. Um, it's always good to have that one player to build around. Yes. Um, we definitely had one this year. Yes, indeed. We started off 5-2 uh, and two and were as high as fifth in the state at the beginning of the season. Um, and then we lost that player and uh, to a torn ACL, his second one since May. Right, he, right. He tore his uh, right ACL in May, his left ACL uh, in December. So uh, right there, um, that, that was a big loss. And then the very next game another injury occurs to another starter right and with that lack of depth and i don't want to say lack of depth i mean obviously we we had a lot of freshmen we had right. a lot of sophomores that were contributing um, yes. and getting a lot of experience but you know we started off like i said six and two and by christmas we were seven and six right um, right now we had some very difficult games in there for sure but i could have definitely written a script where you know we continued um, with that start that we had. Um, but unfortunately, the powers that be, you know, had other plans with the injuries, with discipline issues, having to sit some people. Yes, and, yes. You know, and, and, all that, and, and, all that and, stuff that goes on with, you know, running a high school team. And now, and now when you go ahead and throw COVID, when you call discipline issues and everything else, coach, you have always been competitive. And something that I do like about you, you know what I'm saying? You do not avoid the games. Like, we run into a schedule basis where high school teams kind of will avoid certain teams. You know, it seems like you purposely will find who's the best in the South and the best in the North, and we're going to travel to go see them. You know what I'm saying? Because now we could go ahead and sit back and play, and I don't want to call it a cush um, schedule, but we can go ahead and get some, uh, what's, what was the word in baseball that we were going to call it? Some uh, momentum builders. Um, like you end up going like 20 and 0, but truly you have not played against somebody that was that was ranked in yeah, this thing. So I, I think there's a, a, a healthy balance there. Um, unfortunately... Uh, well, I guess two things that I'll, I'll say. Uh, first, unfortunately, as you said, we've got to get on that bus and travel quite a bit. Right, um, right. Which is great for our relationship. We yes. spend a lot of time yes. together. And you have, know what I'm saying? Talking have about conversations that. like this off the mic. <laughs> but They're only listening to the conversations that we really have <laughs> exactly, on the bus. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The only thing we're missing is the hum of the engine. Right. You know so, what I'm saying? So we do, we do absolutely... Um, you know, get out of our comfort zone. We have to go play some of these teams, um, you know, just to get that experience factor, to get them bloodied, um, you know. But we also, um, uh, uh, you know, Pineville and Alexandria are the only two 5A, well, Division One soccer schools um, in central Louisiana, basically between Interstate 10 and Interstate 20. Right, So right. If we're going to stay and play a lot of the central Louisiana opponents, which we absolutely want to do because that's where our built-in rivalries are, we get better gates at those games. But um, as far as you know, 
what you think of the competitiveness factor, um, you know, and I, I definitely don't want to, you know, badmouth any programs in the area. Yes. At the end of the day, we're all trying to build each other up. Exactly. Um, but, you know, it's just a lot harder, you know, as a Division One school, you really have to travel to get out of that comfort zone to play some of these schools. And and, and, and I want to go and even throw in there as well, because I, I follow the team. We actually beat the number one team in the Division Two this year. Beat them. And, 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 and it shows the difference of I, I thought we were physically bigger than them. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Um, uh, um, it, it seems like like now this is the number one team in Division Two. The difference between Division One and Division Two. Now, yes, we were pretty high ranked in in, in, in the beginning. You know, you know, look look at our resume. Look at the things that we've done consecutively, Coach. That is an that is to you go all the credit. You know what I'm saying? And, and so 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 we were there, and I mean. That's impressive enough. You have the number one ranked team in the division two, and then guess what? We win. We actually played against Catholic. We're going to get into that in right, Catholic. Right, right. I well, I want to say that was the other than the games where they had ties in. They have three ties right now. Right. If individuals know outside of here, soccer um, in Catholic, uh, out of Baton Rouge, they're one of the perennials right now, um, as well as St. Paul. Correct. Um, and, and I'm talking about, you, you know, you hit me with some information today that I want to want you to spout on right. today. But you, we, it was 3-0. I've been looking at some of their scores, Coach. They have killed individuals well, let, let me tell you this it was three zero it was three zero at halftime yeah yes yeah, so yeah. adjustments were made in the second half you know you you talk about you say you know it's a testament to, to me or my coaching um, that's the smallest part of this um, we have a great coaching staff yeah. but it's about the players who can buy into as you as you hit on the changes the constant changes you know, I had a senior this year who had never played defense before who I'm like, hey, you're playing defense now. Right. Um, you know, so they they have to be more stewards of the game. They have to be able to buy into some things. But, yeah, that Catholic game was a great early season test for us. Um, like I said, obviously on the score, you know, lost 3-0. But really they didn't score on us the entire second half. And yes. maybe the last 10 minutes of the first half. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, it was one of those things and, you know, I wish I could go back. Maybe I didn't have the team as prepared as we needed to because, as you said, with Catholic being a perennial, being in the last two state championship games, winning one of them, um, you could see when we went into the game, a lot of the kids, oh, you know, we're playing Catholic. And, you know, they kind of came in a little defeated. And then right. when we got into halftime, we were like, hey, you know, they're not – they're not as good as we're giving them credit. Exactly. They're a great team. Yes. Very well organized. Their head coach is actually the best man in my wedding. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So, it's, very good That's pretty tough. Team. That is pretty tough to go ahead yeah. and actually say, hey, man, after this, we might go in and go drink. And after you go ahead and whoop my tail. But you better be the first one buying I, me something. Yeah, well, you know no, what I'm saying? I, I think the loser bought that. Day, oh, so, my um, goodness. Yeah. Hey, look, 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 look. You're definitely a believer in the team. But the thing that I I want to go in and look at is we have someone locally um, that is going to be playing against Catholic this coming up week. That is going to be Ash Trojans are going to go in this Saturday. Okay. Right. And um, they're going to, are you planning on traveling? 
So um, I haven't decided. I like that. I haven't decided I like that yet. Answer. I really want to. <laughs> um, I got to. I got to take care of some things. The game's at six p.m. Right. Right. So I'm not really sure if I can make it work yet. Yes. Um, yes. But you know, if I can be there, I would love to be there. Um, you know, I tell. I tell my. Um, I, t- I tell all the Ash players. I tell their coach. You know, um, our rivalry extends to us right but when we're leaving the area when we have to go out and we have to build the game and promote central louisiana i'm their number one cheerleader they're the same for us yes um you know that's we if if this game is going to grow in our area we've got to lift each other up so coach it seems like you're on the 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 phone your phone number has to be ringing off the hook every time okay because one you've coached most of the players on ash team like what what individuals don't realize this man eats drinks lives the game you know what i'm saying so when it's hard to kind of go into a game and you see you how how many coach how many all star games have you coached consecutively from local areas or this travel squad to go to different places like Orange Beach or I mean go you go all over the place you know what I'm saying right. talk talk a little bit about that so I, I guess to to expound on that a little bit there's there's a, a soccer's a more a very organized um. Air, uh, let's say sport where it's still under that pay-to-play model, um, which you know I, I know we're going to talk about public and private and all of that in a little bit. But um, the way club soccer works, you know, if you think of AAU basketball or you know some of these travel baseball uh, leagues, Dixie leagues, things like that, um, all of these kids will try out to be on a let's call it an all-star team right, for the right. area. Unlike, you know, baseball all-star where it's at the end of a season where, you know, you may go to a couple events to represent the area, this is a year-long thing. So um, I do have, I think, eight players that are on Alexandria. I've got two kids on the team from uh, Lafayette. Right. One goes to St. Thomas More, the other one to Southside. Got a couple of Pineville kids, a Grace Christian kid. So we're this, for lack of a better expression, this all-star team. Yes. Um, and we travel. We have gone to Orange Beach. We went to Atlanta with the team. Got three wins there exactly. in August. Um, you know, so unfortunately, though, it is that pay-to-play model where we've got some players that we feel are good enough or should be on that team. We do. They do offer a scholarship and things like that. It's just so much harder to get all of that, you know, squared away. Yes. Um, but it it does have an effect on player development, you know, and, and, in the, and, in the and, area for sure. And especially. ultimately, to have success, that we're saying that Central Louisiana, when you're talking about these these players that you're talking about, Central Louisiana can have success and. We understand that the com- the competition is maybe a little bit more diluted between the schools to go in and create where kind of in your bigger areas of Baton Rouge that your teams will be a little bit more concentrated from not just not just your area but in that school. You know what I'm saying? And 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 soccer is something that you have to nurture that 
that play from an earlier age. Right. Now, you have definitely gone ahead and been into that as well. There was a time that I talked to you, Coach, and you said that you were coaching four teams. Right. Now, four teams. Now, we were talking about before the Pineville side closed, okay? If anybody knows about Dixie, anybody knows about anything of, of um, um, any type of league like baseball, so you have everything, okay? And then the youth sports, okay? And uh, Pineville locally had their own side before it was shut down to go to Johnny Downs, correct? Correct. So, now... And that, and that predated me. Right, right, right. So... Now, you know, it's becoming so concentrated in one area that individuals from Pineville, from Tioga, from Alexandria truly have to come to Johnny Downs to actually right. get on a team. I mean, Buckeye and Grant have started teams. And, right. I mean, that's a one-hour drive if some place is zoned for Buckeye to get to Johnny Downs. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so, so soccer players are accustomed to traveling, correct. right? The good players. Well, or... Or you get, unfortunately, you lose players. Um, you do lose players, unfortunately, whenever you get to that part where, you know what, I don't want to travel anymore. Shreveport sees it the same way because the way the uh, league, the way, the way Louisiana soccer works, you, you'll play a game in league. It's called the Louisiana Competitive Soccer League. Um you know, we've got teams, basically all these different cities will have their club teams. If you think about, let's say, Baton Rouge, within an hour, you've got games in Lafayette, Mandeville, Hammond, Slidell, uh, Madisonville, right. New Orleans. Right. Shreveport has to play all those same teams. We have to play all those same teams. But we're driving to New Orleans and back in a day, whereas Baton Rouge, you know, and you'll have multiple teams in New Orleans. Yes. I mean, so, you know, some of those teams, there is a travel factor that unfortunately at a certain time, and I'm not sure what age, it's different for everyone, that those kids decide we're not going to do this anymore. Got you. Got you. The Shreveport teams actually do a lot in East Texas. I mean, it, it the location would be a lot easier right. for them. You know, um, just being in the, the, the youth side of soccer, because I kind of go in and give you um, definitely a do of being a catalyst of trying to go ahead and bring awareness, bring good coaching here. Not to say that we don't have great coaches all around, but for soccer in itself, you, you have to have not just a cheerleader, but a coach that can guide people to feel like that they can compete. And I do believe that you're definitely in the foundation of that. So what age group do you think that the the numbers fall off? Because it seems like earlier in sports... Baseball and soccer are kind of the first two sports that individuals are introduced to when they're four and five. Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll say it this way. Um, The professionalism of soccer that came in probably about 2010, 2011, it killed recreational soccer. Okay. Um, You got to a point now where coaching licenses have become a a requirement to coach um volunteer coaches don't want to necessarily get those licenses um so 
about 10, 11 years ago, I would say, all of these new coaching requirements came in, and then all of a sudden these clubs started paying the coaches. Right. Um, you know, so I got a little side hustle going where, you know, I get paid a stipend each month. Um, but that caused, you know, a normal recreational fee of 80 to $100 to go up five, 600%. Yes. Some, some of these kids pay more than $700. That's before a uniform. That's before traveling to any game. Yes. That's, that, that does not pay for the hotel. Correct. That, <laughs> I, oh, I, it, I, it pays for one hotel room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it pays for some gas. Yes. It yes, pays for some meals. Yes, yes. But it's not for them. Yes. Yes. It's for the coach. And, so. and the, the toughest thing, I think that is a disadvantage for us is we understand and I'm going to say us because guess what I want to go and see a champion like from this area but just like you said there's a difference from paying a coach and paying a coach and a hotel room mm. and paying a coach and a hotel room and mm. driving to this far off area because we're the crossroads for a reason. And if we don't give individuals an opportunity to come to us, then we have to go to them. We're not popular enough. And I hate to go and say, oh, we don't possess the ability to actually... I guess Johnny Downs can host it, but when you compare it to these other venues that are established, sometimes we're kind of looked over. You know what I'm saying? Well, we, we, we almost got to beg individuals to go in and come. How, ma how many tournaments are there in Lafayette? How many tournaments are there in Baton Rouge that they can just throw on like that? So the, I, they, they, the quick answer to this, there's three clubs in Lafayette. There's Cajun Rush. Now, we are part in Alexandria of Cajun Rush. We're a satellite, so that, that money that we're paying, a lot of it winds up in Lafayette. Right, right. Um, so when you're paying coaches, some of that is not coming to us. Right. right. Um, but they, they'll host a couple tournaments. They host three tournaments a year. They host a premier high school tournament and two, let's say, club tournaments. But the South Side, which actually has an affiliation with the Houston Dynamo, um, they'll host one each season, so two. And then Lafayette Football Club will host one. Um, and they all have their different facilities, their different parks. The, the thing you mentioned about Johnny Downs, if you look at it, I mean, we host a high school. We host the second largest high school tournament there every year. Um, we have six full field, full-size fields that we have access to with another... Anywhere from three to five at O'Hearn, which is right next door, um, when we have goals. Right. We still, I mean, this year we had to uh, rent, rent a few from, uh, <laughs> from Ash or, or Pineville or Pine somebody Bill, has to have a pretty good us, trailer. They gave us their goals. Yes. At O'Hearn, we were able to find and piece together some to make another set because they still haven't been replaced since the tornado. Um but that's another story for some other time. Right. Um, Got to love taxes. But whenever, you know, whenever we are going out to bid on, let's say, a state tournament or anything like that, um, six fields, you've been to Moore Park. Moore Park has 28. Right. Um, right. You know, um, same size fields at um, Burbank and Baton Rouge. Um 
New Orleans is a little bit different. They've got Lafreniere Park. They've got City Park. Um, their big thing now is most of those fields are turf now. They just put two turf fields in at Lafreniere Park. City Park has a turf field. They use Tad Gormley. They use um, uh, what's what's the other stadium in City Park? Um, Pan American. Um, so you know they have a lot, a lot less. Uh, let's say weather issues. I guess at right, this point. Right. 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 Um, so, you know, we we could pull it off. We really could if we're using both facilities. I think O'Hearn is very underrated as a soccer complex. Um, it's some flat land. It, it's really been underutilized, so the grass has been growing. Um, and you can and, you can flip the fields. They can go north-south. They but, can go east-west. And randomly, so, so flat. and randomly, you can go ahead and possibly see an airplane just fly <laughs> directly over your head. And exactly. Like, exactly. Like, I'm talking about sightseeing um, at its best. You, you know, know what I'm saying? One thing I have argued and complained and you know everything about to the powers that be there's only two lit soccer fields at O'Hearn and two lit soccer fields at Johnny Downs yes indeed you're hosting a tournament that has that has upwards of 40 teams and some of them are coming from New Orleans Slido etc they're not going to be here by one o'clock you know not on a yellow school bus the day after Thanksgiving right 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 let me go ahead and tell you I need a favor from you Cut off of that Cincy right there. Nine times out of ten, look, we're going to go ahead and, and <laughs> they'll be like, what in the world are y'all talking about? So, but being at certain facilities, and we're going to talk about the turf thing right here, because how many times have we been out there to Captain, not Captain Shreve, because I, I really don't even give that well, much due to their turf. Well, Shreve has What turf. is the one over there by the church that I'm very oh, impressed with? That's Freedom what is that Fields. One? Freedom Fields. First Let me, Baptist Bozier. Oh, my God. Like now, In the middle of the city. They have... <laughs> Is 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 that is that four fields? I believe it's three. Okay, I got you. It's, it's three fields, purpose. but you got one going uh, north, south, and the other ones are east and west. The other Correct. two. Correct. Okay, so first time me going out there, I got to go and tell a background story of me going out there. Um, I, I believe I was driving the girls. I don't know if I was driving the guys. Um, we come up. I think I think both of us was on this thing, and First Baptist is on fire. Yes, yes. Okay, so like literally I'm seeing a church burn and there look, they had something on the news live and here we go with the bus. And it was like, look at this thing. This thing is on fire. And all of the kids got off and we played two games simultaneously and got back on the bus and this church still didn't stop burning. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, um, that and that fire had started early that morning. Yes. We had called and we were like, Y'all still good? Do we need to postpone? And they're like, Oh no, we're good, we're good. You know, fire the fire people, you know, they're there, they're trying to put the fire out. They're, they they were trying that for 12, 14 hours. I and mean, this, so. th- this is the thing that concerns me is do you feel, because I'm always putting you on the wing, look, look, if you go in and get censored or somebody says that they hate Como, it won't be your first time. No. So um, do you feel like that we're putting adequate money locally in, are we getting more out of what we're putting in? You know what I'm saying? Because when we talk about this, look at Freedom Field. Look at the facilities that other people are putting behind their athletes. And then guess what? Two years ago or last year, Captain Shreve was number one in the goddog state. Mm-hmm. 
because they were playing on fields like Freedom Field. Not not to say at, at the the older age, but they this is the process. These are the leagues that they're running where at any time our fields can rain out and we're not having it. Right. We're, 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 it's just not happening. So <clears throat> I, I that that's a so this is probably going to be an unpopular answer coming from me. Um, I believe that what is being done at the youth level is adequate for the number of players we have playing soccer. Okay. Um, you know, would I love to have turf soccer fields all over the place? Absolutely. Um, but from an investment standpoint, I think of Ward 9 out in Pineville. Right, yes. Just a couple years ago, they had the referendum to put to turf the baseball fields. And, you know, a lot of my soccer parents, you know, they were against it. And they said, this is only for baseball. Where's soccer? Where's soccer? Where's soccer? And I'm like, well, where is soccer? We don't even have youth soccer at right. Ward 9. This is a field of dreams moment. I mean, we're gonna put it. We're gonna put turf somewhere where we have no players. Um, now, um, I at the time I, I I did vote against it. Okay. Um, because I felt that had it failed, it would come back up in three four years, and I thought, hey, maybe in three years there will be soccer at Ward Nine. Maybe then we could have that discussion. But I I understand not having turf. Johnny Downs, it's been talked about having one field of turf out there. That would be great. Okay. Um, but it's one of these crawl before you walk things. We've got to build up our numbers and and show, you know, quit lo- quit losing the kids at age 10 and 11 years yes. old. Yes, yes. Um, you know, but you know, once again, um, you know, that's that now where I think it's an absolute travesty talking about it from a high school perspective, look at, look at the number of games we've had to move to Tioga, the number of games we've had to move to Louisiana college or the number of games we've had to cancel because of weather. If you look at it from just the football perspective, Pineville and Alexandria play in a district with West Monroe. They're turf. Yes. Ruston. Turf. turf yes. West Wachita. Turf. turf. Yes. Um, who am I Washita. Wachita. Turf. turf. Yes. Okay. Um, my soccer district, which is completely different than football, Bird, turf. Yes. Captain Shreve, turf. Yes. West Monroe, turf. Ruston, turf. Once again, we are the Rapids Parish Schools. And neither one of us has turf. Tioga does. Um, I understand Ash has a vote coming up. Well, the yes. district for... The, 62. For, yeah. Yes, for, yes, uh, yes. It's going to be Peabody, now, Bolton, and Ash. Now, this, this, this is something that I hope everybody goes out and vote. Let me go ahead and tell you this. Voting is our power. Everybody says, like, oh, you know, I can't make any change. But let me go and tell you, true change comes within your vote, even if you say yes or no. What I can't stand is the numbers being low. Right. You know, this is something that I don't think that a lot of people realize one internationally soccer is the most important or the most popular sport in the world we have 3.5 billion 
fans that are there. Now, when somebody says, well, you know what I'm saying? You can't count up fans here with your hands. Well, well, hold up. I believe that certain places have put a bubble around it and they said, you know what? We're not going to put as much emphasis here. Let me tell you something here in Rapids Parish that people are heavily involved in that you won't see in outside areas. Powerlifting. Absolutely. Okay, like powerlifting. Uh, we, and you encourage the things that you want to encourage. Right. And, and, and in it now, somebody locally, you know, look, I love Coach Cowan, love all the girls over there. Look, my the, the girls at Pineville High School have a wonderful team, but it has been encouraged for individuals to go out. And guess who's truly taking the blunt of most of these athletes or individuals that will kind of pull from, from your pile? And you're saying, well, no, powerlifting wouldn't take away from. Well, guess what? Uh, girls are earlier for powerlifting. The, the girls are selected so early that they're taken from the ability of soccer. Soccer, if it's done right, you'll go and have a varsity group, you'll have a JV group, and you'll have a freshman group. Sometimes those freshmen have to actually wait. Right now, we're so stringent with athletes at Pineville High School. You can possibly be a good freshman, and I'm talking about really possible, Mm -hmm. to be a good incoming freshman and be an automatic starter. And a 5A program. Absolutely. How is that possible? Absolutely. We've, and and it's been like that, you know, for seven years. Uh, My first year here, I started two freshmen. I think there's one year in the seven that I've been here that a freshman did not start. Um, And that wasn't the year we won district. Right. Um, You know, we had a, we had a starter, a freshman starter, two sophomore starters the year. We won district. Um, Now, do you think, I don't care how good they are, do you think when we're talking about St. Paul, when we're talking about Catholic, and I hate to go in and believe that we're in a comparison, but that's who we're playing. Um, We have to throw ourselves in this bowl because that's who we're playing. We, We won't avoid playing anybody. Because guess what? We're one of the last of the Mohicans that is still into the public and the private all in one bowl. And guess what? We're here. You know what I'm saying? I I, I wish we can separate it. But guess what? I believe that that's going to be coming up real soon of something in the next five years. But right now, it don't matter. You got to play against everybody. So, I mean, you know, let's 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 address that right there. Um you know, you mention a Catholic, you mention a St. Paul's, you mention that if it's done right, you have a varsity, a JV, a freshman team. Some of these freshman teams at Catholic, at St. Paul's, at we'll Jesuit. Will beat most of the varsity teams at public schools. Exactly. Um, you know, and and this, this is what it comes down to um, when it comes to college recruiting. Because, yes, yeah, soccer is a NCAA sport. It's NAIA. Um, you know, there's two local schools in the area that are now NAIA and play soccer. Um, recruiting is done on those pay-to-play trips. They're done at club. Because high school soccer, you've got 14-year-olds starting playing against grown men. Right. You know, 17-year-olds. Um, whereas, you know, with football, when's the last 14-year-old that's come in to start at a 5A school? You will count that as a loss. <laughs> Let me tell you the rule in high school football. The more freshmen 
or sophomores you have starting that is a loss on your season, mm-hmm. especially in 5A. Exactly. Um, if you got one, that's one loss already because they're not – they can look the part. Right. But they – but. But they're not ready. Correct. They're not ready. So, yes. And, and, and I don't want to, I mean, I've had some great kids come through that were freshmen, that were starting, that were major contributors. Um, but they're still at that mindset of, you know, having to having to grow up. Yes. On the season and on the fly. Um, you know, undersized. Some of them getting into the weight room for the first time. Undersized. Um, underdeveloped. hit the growth spurt. You yes. Know? Yes. I mean. Awkwardness is coming. Correct. Awkwardness is coming in that ninth, yeah. tenth grade year. When they're hitting that growth spurt yes. and they forget how to walk and how exactly. to run. Bambi. You know what I'm saying? Bambi syndrome. Absolutely. You, you know so, what I'm saying? But, but no, I mean, I, we've had great kids come through, but, um, you know, Catholic high school, Jesuit, some of those blue bloods. Yes. You know, unfortunately... They're playing. They're playing under different roles right now. And and in it, let's okay. Because I want to make sure that what I'm saying is not a complaint. It is just what it is. So it's not a complaint. More so than like you say, it's what it is. As a coach, the competitive side of me, I want to play everyone. That's what we all want to do. Um, unfortunately, in our sport of soccer. Or fortunately, how you want to look at it, we get to play everyone. Yeah. Yes. Um, whereas the other sports, it hasn't been broken away. It has been broken away. Yes. Um, what that means is other sports have different rules. Essentially, they're playing under different rules. Uh, oh, okay. Um, okay. Let's let's go yeah. with rule number one. Your recruiting base is at a larger area. Then your public recruiting well, my, base. My recruiting base is a small area on one side of a river. Yes. Um, when we played Jesuit, I, I was at Acadiana High coaching there before. Um, we were fortunate enough to make the semifinals where we drew Jesuit. Um, <clears throat> Jesuit, we counted, had players on their roster from seven different parishes. Think about that. Orleans Parish, Jefferson Parish, St. Tammany, um, St. Bernard, Tangibahoa. Ascension, not Ascension. Yes, as, no, Ascension is Gonzalez. Um, the one where Laplace is, St. James or yes. St. John the Baptist, one of them. Um, Terrebonne. There was a kid on the team from Homa. <laughs> I'm not making this up, Homa. But, but, but we're talking about a base that's accustomed to traveling. Correct. If, 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 if you've been in this, and someone may be listening to this and say, why would they ever travel that far? Well, guess what? They've been traveling like this since five years old. The good ones have been traveling and have not having any issue. I remember you telling me that most practices that individuals will leave here and go to Lafayette to practice two days or three days a week. Now, this is more than an hour and something away. And, and and those parents have really gone ahead and take that, they take it that serious because I don't believe locally they can get the same competition to at, at, at the level that they're trying to get to. So we've had some players, they, they uh, Cajun Rush calls it the academy team. So the academy team is, um, you know, it's the best of two age groups. They go and they'll travel, uh, you know, it comes down to, you know, our teams. I mentioned um, the LCSL, Louisiana Competitive Soccer League. There are several different levels of that league. 
Um, the team I'm coaching right now is in Division One, which is the highest league you can have. That's my uh, 2003 team. It's kids who have 2003 and always remember he's an accredited guy with more licenses than I can ever go and imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead and keep on. Well, you got, you got. I don't have the driver's <laughs> license you got. And, you know, mine might be suspended right now. I don't know. But anyway, um, but no. So. That's the that that's competitive one. Most of our teams play competitive two in this area. It just it just is that way. Um, what that really means is when we are in a tournament, let's say in Gonzales or Baton Rouge or Shreveport, no bad mouthing to any of that. They're great places. I've had some fun at those tournaments. I've won some games at those tournaments. We've we've done well there. It's the level. It's the appropriate level for the team that we're coaching. Right. But the flip side, these Baton Rouge teams that wind up at Catholic, these Mandeville teams or Covington teams or, you know, that wind up at St. Paul's, they're traveling to Memphis to play the state champions of Tennessee, Kentucky, and Alabama. Right. While we're playing, you know, local games. And that's what it comes down to. Um that pay-to-play model is exactly that. You get what you pay for. Um, you know, like I said, our our numbers have declined at Cajun Rush, Alexandria. They really need to come back up. Um, we, as you, when you started this, we are competitive. Yes. We are competitive within, and all of the, all of my coaching friends from around the state, like I, you know, you mentioned the kids that go to Lafayette. Um, my buddy uh, that I mentioned at Catholic Baton Rouge, he has said um, the guys he normally has contact with are better soccer players, but athletically they cannot match these Central Louisiana players. We're stronger, we're faster. Um, you know, if you put that soccer brain in them, that soccer ability, which you know Alexandria has seemed to have have that team right now right. that can match it. Yes. He says, you know, you bring that speed, you bring that size, all of that with that. I mean, it's true. Our players are so athletic, but it's it's just a different player. Yes, and yes. Unfortunately, you talked about our depth earlier, you know, and that's everywhere. That's everywhere. We're spreading out this talent because we don't have three or four clubs, you know. We've exactly. We've got dual age group teams. You know, I mentioned I have the O3s and the O4s. And and, and yeah. they know who the players are. Correct. Locally, they know, the players know who the players are. And then the other ones are role players. And, and, and that's what it is. The greatest thing about being on a team with players, not role players, that any one of them can take over a game at any time. And I do believe this is something that Ash has at this moment. You know who their biggest threat is, but you can't take your eye off of some of the other threats that they have all over the place as well. Now, I if, if you go in and ask me, you know, um, something that you have been great at is forming these goalies, coach. I'm talking about your goalie process of how you actually go in and, gr- and groom these kids or something that 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 I wouldn't I, I, <laughs> like some kids that I was like, yeah, yeah, he's pretty athletic. But then you see him on a soccer field and you're like, OK, coach. Whatever you did with that one, that was that that was pretty good, and you've been having a pretty good long live uh, of of that in the seven years that right. I've gone ahead so, and met you. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was fortunate enough, A, to, I inherited a great one um, that I had for two years, but I got those athletes. Um, goalkeeper, when I was growing up, goalkeeper was not the athletic kid, okay? But as the game has evolved, you really need one of your best athletes to be that goalkeeper. They right. may be great with their feet now. Um, you know, it used to just be... You know, they would get it and they would kick it or throw it very far, you know, you know, punt it. Um, but they have to they have to be developed. They have to use their feet. I mean, I've got every one of my goalkeepers that I've had in these seven years has scored goals on the field, you know, in games. Right. Um, they have, you know, and, and, you know, that carries over into club. That carries over everywhere. You've got to have goal. If you're not building from the back. If you're not building from your goalkeeper and going forward and making making sure that your team is going to be organized and not, you know my big thing is I, I preach make we're going to give up shots make them shoot from terrible distances and terrible angles right um you know and that helps stack the deck in your favor uh, you know the goalkeeper is someone you want to be great but you never want to see. So, so in it, I want to make sure that we that we kind of go ahead and 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 kind of trunk this thing right here. Now we're looking at Dutchtown and St. Paul, and I always hate to go ahead and put coaches on 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 the spot. Did Dutchtown go ahead and pull off an upset to go ahead and get past this right here, being number ten and going against number one Dutchtown? So, I, mean, I mean, going against St. Paul. So Dutchtown, first off, they did upset Jesuit last yes. night to get into this game. Do um, do you think that so, they're mentally ready for this next stage or are they still riding the high of like we just beat them so i I was talking to someone about that you know earlier about the ash and catholic game um the private schools have dominated so much I, i mean i think in the existence of high school soccer there's been 12 public school champions none in the last 16 years 16 years coach so since 06, Let that resonate. Let that resonate. 06. Karen Crow High School in 2000. Older than my son. Older, a lot older. You know what I'm saying? And right. almost at the beginning of my marriage. I'm talking about September 11 would have been pretty fresh in the thing. So then, yes, go ahead and keep on, Coach. So you have Dutchtown who just had this game against Jesuit. They're riding high. Yes. They're they're ready. They go in. They beat Jesuit. And they have to turn around and now do it again. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, when it comes to St. Paul's, um, their coach is a great coach. He's been there, I don't know, 15 years. I'm not sure the exact number, but I'm not wrong about this number. If they beat Dutchtown in the semifinals, it will be their 13th straight appearance in the championship game. Mm. Not the semifinals, <laughs> not 13 straight playoff wins, Coach, opening rounds. They're Tom Brady in it twice. Correct. Okay. I mean, like, like, like we're not even talking about like champions. I believe nine <laughs> or 10 of them 
they've won the, of that number. The expectation. I know won two and Catholic won one. The expectation of a place that continuously go. They're not just saying we're going to make the playoffs. And where we are right now, we're trying to get deep in the playoffs. Correct. Like, like ultimate goal is to win the whole thing. Absolutely. But we want to be competitive. And we're on two different bases uh, of, of, of what our expectations are. And that's the difference of what we're running into in public and private right, right now. So, so I preach to my kids every year um, and, you know, begin with the end in mind. And maybe it's the wrong coaching goal to say, hey, we're probably not going to win a state championship. But I tell them quarterfinals. Um, that has been my goal since we've got here. Um, when when I inherited Pineville, Pineville lost um, their playoff game the previous year before I got here, ten to zero. Remember, um, and you know we we've been building, we've been trying to change this culture, we've been bringing it up, um, but it's always been playoffs. And for the first couple years, it was playoffs and lose a first round game. And then, you know, I told him, I said, we're getting to this consistency part. Right. You know, we've made the playoffs now, I guess, eight of the last nine years. Exactly. And I said, we've getting to, we're getting to this point where the playoffs is not where we're judging ourselves. Getting there is not enough. You know, now we've got to start worrying about winning these games. Well, the first hurdle was getting that home playoff game. Yes. Um, and then once we got a few of those and we started winning some of those, quarterfinals is where it's at yes um, you know last year not this not this year that's still ongoing but last year we we were a goal away exactly one zero to captain shreve and and and, and, and and a very wet turf filled field we played them earlier and uh it seems like it rained up there twice coach the first time I think it was, it was the coldest and tri- the wettest game yes for both of them yes yes um so yeah we did play them in districts so it was a rematch of the district game um, and then, of course, three years ago, um, probably the best game I've ever been a part of on the losing side was when we played Alexandria, second round of the playoffs, and went into penalty kicks. Yes. Um, you know, t- one one tie in regulation. We scored first. They tied it up, back and forth, and high school playoffs and overtime, and then sudden death. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happens in high school football. I guess it's just you keep trading from the 15-yard line. Yeah, 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 from from the 10. You pl- Okay, so you, you play two 10-minute overtime periods, and if there's no deciding there, then you play a two five-minute sudden death period. I'm like, why? Just right. Just play two 15s or right. two 10s. And, right. Anyway, but, um, so we've been very close the last couple of years. Obviously, this year I thought we we had the potential to do it before injuries and you know all that that just unfortunately is part of the game um but you know that that's my goal um catholic jesuit st paul's i mean i tell my kids every year it'll be those two of those three will probably meet in the final let me go ahead and tell you this i want to go ahead and thank you just by by the diligence and the time that you go ahead and put i've seen you actually Put and invest into a kid that doesn't even know anything about soccer, but you recognize what his abilities are and you, that you find a way that they can help this team. You know what I'm saying? So I want to go ahead and tell you thank you and and, 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 and keep that moving. But let me go ahead and tell you this. Now it is time for me to question the coach. 
and we're talking about other white sports. Um, <laughs> my first question to you is name at least five Winter Olympic sports. <laughs> name five. Just so, all of like, all all right, the so, rips. So does bobsledding count? Because Jamaica's there. So is that... Is that... Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to count that one. Okay. okay. So okay. Bob, now mm-hmm. there's two-man and four-man No, 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 okay, no, okay, no. Okay. We just go ahead and got that one now. So, Come on. So curling... Okay. Now, hold up. <laughs> I found a fun fact about curling. Each one of those stones costs $750 without the handle. Okay. Now, I don't know what they're making. It, it, it got to be granite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for some reason, can you name any American... <laughs> any American curler? Curler that has go ahead and gave me I mean, it. you know, I might do some curls on some dumbbells every now and again, but... Um, I can't. I, I did see a meme online the other day that said, you know, the U.S. curling team looks like they just were at a bar getting right. rid of their wives and wound up in the Olympics. So. I, I, I swear, it looks like people are playing cornhole. And then it was like, you know what? You look like you can slide a stone down this thing right here. But I, you know what? I'm waiting on that moment that I will see a little bit of um, tan in one of those folks because I, I can tell you I can sweep a floor I know this is going to sound pretty bad but I know I could play that sport right there I'm look uh, I mean, if, if, if you ask me for a sport that I think that I can still play right now I would throw out badminton but we gonna go that's that, that's yeah, in the summer yeah, yeah, yeah. badminton okay. I'm, I'm coming out for 2000 uh 2024 okay. it's going to be on my badminton wrist is getting ready All you right. know what I'm saying All so Name okay, you got two up now. Go ahead right. and name another one. Let's go with ice hockey. Ice hockey, okay. That, okay. that 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 was an easy one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, now slalom skiing, downhill skiing, okay, okay, okay. Look, yeah, 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 yeah. we're gonna call alpine skiing, okay, because that's anything with a downward slope. Okay. So you can't go ahead and just name okay. all, all right. the alpine skiing, all right, so, yes. So, four, huh? Um, all right, so man. <laughs> Do they do any skeet shooting or anything in the winter, or is that just yeah. now? In it, I want to go ahead figure and help skating, you. Out. Figure skating, figure skating, big oh, five, boy, right there, boy. Five. Look, see, see, I knew it, I knew it. Now, <laughs> you tell me this, okay? Just because I know that you watch all um, Caucasian sports out there, I just want to go ahead and throw that out there. I don't know so, what, what, what's a Caucasian sport. Well, Soccer? I want to go in and say anything that's colder than fifty degrees and like. Continuous. Did you know that they, that no snow is is in China right now? That they are actually making all of the snow. Um, I know it's possible. I know it's happened before, but no. I, I but but I'm talking that. about like that wasn't even in an idea right. to have snow. They yeah. was like, no, we got these machines that right. are just going to accumulate the snow yeah. that's there now. I mean, is that not awesome in itself? But nine times out of ten, probably all the clean water so, in China right now is just is just all going to that. So, so you want to talk about you know the white sports? Yes. And, uh, yes. Less than fifty degrees. The U.S. national team. Did you see what they did with Honduras the other day? Come, come on, come on. Um, they played a World Cup qualifier against Honduras in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, somewhere in there. The kickoff temperature was minus seven. What? That oh. was not with wind chill. 
Minus two, seven. Two Honduran players got subbed off at halftime to be treated for hypothermia. <laughs> you're laughing. Wait a minute. Wait, you're wait, laughing. Wait a minute. They goodness. actually played the game without coats. Correct. Okay. Okay. And and, and they thought they were going to run I, around I and believe, warm up. I believe one of the goalkeepers. There was a break, and he they put oh. a snuggie on him. What? <laughs> Literally. Um. I mean, you're laughing at this because we're talking about it, but the the safety of the players. Here, yes. You know. Yeah. Who is in the stands? Give them people that money back and say, look, man, y'all can come back when it's warmer. Well, well, here's my thing. With all these NFL stadiums now, they're all built to soccer dimensions. Yes. Move the game indoors. Yes. Yeah. But but I'm going to tell you this. Those soccer fields internationally seem like they're bigger. A lot bigger are, than here in the United they States. They are, but most of these NFL stadiums are now being built with a large enough area to have soccer games as well. Now, let me go and tell you. Because, you know, we've got the World Cup coming in 2026, and that's only going to be at NFL stadiums. Who do you think is dominating, just dominating the Winter Olympics right now? Uh, let's go with... Obviously, the host, China, but I'm going to go with Canada. Let me go ahead and tell you, the colder areas. I'm going to tell you, all of our players look like they have Asian descent. Mm-hmm. Okay, not like 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 we're piggyback. We don't develop. We just say, you know what? You come to the United States, and you go and kind of run for Nike, and we go in and go do it. The United States have won 10 medals at this time. Now, let me tell you, it's a different time change, so it could go ahead and actually affect us a little bit later. It seems like we're better in, if you want to flip or or do some tricks, the United States are pretty good at that. But the normal stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that you can go ahead and actually ski and shoot stuff. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, 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 is that, do they just come up with new things uh, for mean, people to go in and come up with you? Like, you know like what? fishing on a kayak. <laughs> yeah. like, You'd be like, oh yeah, I got this and bow, bow, bow. I, I, I you can barely saying? stay on a kayak without it flipping when I'm, pedal, you know, oh, rowing. But, right. But these guys are catching 20, 30 pound, you know, fish off of them. So no, no. I also want that, to go That's like, an American thing, you know. Hey, yes. We can't do this, so let's add something. Let's to add, it. because I know they can't shoot as, as good as us, so then we're going to go and go do this. Yeah. But let me go and talk about other Caucasian sports this last weekend. Did you know that NASCAR went to the Coliseum? No. They put it in you the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. They made this makeshift thing that was one third of a mile around and they put vehicles in it and they raced them. Okay. Now, I'm sure the Californians were all, all out for that. Huh? Right? I, I mean, especially dealing with the with, with, <laughs> with the new rules of, of drugs and yeah. everything else like that. It was like, this is what I need to see. I need to see these animal machines. Now, let me go ahead and give it to NASCAR. Um, let me go ahead and give you an old story right here. Me and my wife, we broke down in something that's called Moody, Alabama. Moody, Alabama is outside of Talladega. Mm-hmm. Now, at that time, didn't understand the whole concept of NASCAR. I kind of associated NASCAR and racism to go ahead and be hand in hand. <laughs> Later on, I mean, you know, you go in and learn a few things. But when you see so many flags with numbers on it, I really don't know what that is. So right. me and my wife were just married. We break down. The guy says there's a hotel right up the street. I pull up and I see a party going on. Now, now this is one of these stories with old Coach Bayard. I see my wife. My wife is from Hispanic descent. 
descent. But guess what? From a distance, she looks like the <laughs> a white woman. And I'm thinking like, here we go. These, it's about to go down. When you get inside of this room, we're going to lock this door. And if somebody come knocking on it, I'm ready to fight. Now, come to find out, I'm walking up. It looks like a, 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 a high school, me walking up a high school and then I'm thinking like, man, I know these guys going to fight. I want to literally I was offered more beers that I could get like I'm on the second floor. Hey, man, you want a beer? Hey, man, you want a beer? Hey, man, you want a beer? If I took a beer from everybody that asked me to go and take a beer, it was about 21 beers that I had at that time. So guess what I did? I went back outside and learned a lot about NASCAR at that time. <laughs> the guys are pretty good. The people that I was talking to. So it, it made me go in and change my concept now. Have you ever been to a NASCAR uh, um, venue? I have not. I have been to Moody, Alabama. Moody, to, Alabama. I've been to Talladega. Like I said, we, we went to Atlanta in August, and we had to go through all that. Yes, uh, yes. But no, I have not gone to a NASCAR event. We talked about it when we were driving through, and it's something I would like to do. Right. Um, I, I, you know, I... I, I can't name a single NASCAR driver. Come on. Um, you you know, know what? It makes but, me seem a little bit lighter skinned right now. If I can name one. <laughs> more does so Del Arnard Jr. still race? Yeah, look, look, there look. Right there, right there. So guess what? We're tied right there. Right, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're tied. But Bubba, it, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. And I'm going to tell you, hey, wait, look, look, I would lose a piece of my black card if I didn't know who Bubba Wallace was. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, look, this is this is about to go down. So the next thing that we're talking about is other sports that may go in and seem like it's kind of on the bubble. Okay. okay. Um, one, I want to go and throw this in now because we're both Saints fans. Uh, it's tragic for me to go ahead and say it, but the fourth Mingo, um, I, I don't know, if you, do you know who the Mingos are? Mm-hmm. Okay, they're a rap group. You okay. know what I'm saying? And uh, Alvin Kamal seems like he's a fourth uh, um, guy from the Mingos. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, he was caught in Las Vegas. Now, have yeah. you ever been to Las Vegas, Coach? I have been to Las Vegas. Okay, so bad things can happen at about 5 a.m. in the yeah, morning. Yeah, they can. I thought what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, Well, well not for him. <laughs> obviously, so... He's trying to get out of the elevator. Now, right. only thing I'm just kind of giving you is 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 a snapshot of what the police report says. Right. And now I didn't see this thing on TMZ that really I think Alvin Kamal really needs to start boxing somewhere in his mm-hmm. in what you call him because that was the fastest eight hits that I've ever seen in my life. And, and even though the 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 screen was kind of blotchy, mm-hmm. so um, you know it, it, it was kind of different. So he's trying to. The, the, the guy's trying to get on to the elevator. It seems like Alvin Kamal's group is trying to get off the elevator. Right. So he puts his hand out. There is no audio in what's happening. Mm-hmm. But then I guess the guy pushes his hand down. It's 5 a.m. in the morning. Do you think that some beverages may have gone ahead and been exchanged at 5 a.m. in the morning? In Vegas, they probably were woke. They probably woke up at 5 a.m. and had beverages. Yes. I mean, yes. So, so now... We're into this situation where the guy it gets into this verbal. I don't know what he could have said to a millionaire, but you got to remember, Alvin Kamal is a millionaire. Now, let's go ahead and look at this thing. He has dreads on top of his head. That automatically makes you some type of like, man, I'm kind of scared of dreads. Okay. He has body is tattooed all up. So then you're like, but guess what? 
everybody hears him speak and he's very intellectual. Went to Tennessee, went to your favorite Alabama, uh, uh, um, school of Alabama before he left. So then he is very smart. And, 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 and I always wondered why could he only go in and get endorsements or 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 sponsored by got dog um all sevens what is that labard in the 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 law firm that that is going ahead and say any catching passes from them but at the same time do you think he gave him a call (laughs) (laughs) i doubt if he go ahead and dialed all them sevens so you know what i what i know about uh the law which isn't much but i know there's different law in uh Nevada than there is in right, Louisiana. Right. So he probably needs to get someone in Nevada. So so out. let's go ahead and even talk about this. This guy that he fought, how much money do you think he's going to get for this, of, of getting in a fight with a millionaire? Now, they end up breaking his socket. Let me go ahead and kind of get, give you the run through of this. So he gets in a fight with a guy. He swings on him eight times. His crew then starts stumping the guy. So then this is not a good look. It's not a good look for Alvin Kamar and his group. Um, I think when I looked it up, it's going to be mandatory six games mm. out for this coming up season. Now, I thought Jumanji was pretty much happening to the Saints. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. From COVID, from losing Coach Payton. Every, from, every from, starter, you know, four right. starting quarterbacks. It, everything. Um, but now we got to deal with the law. Yeah. We have to deal with the law. And this is mandatory because this thing could also go ahead and have somewhat of a uh, of, of a jail, you know, right. sentencing. Right. But millionaires don't go to jail. I'm going to tell you that. I yeah. mean, <laughs> like, like, right? Right. That, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, They'll go to jail. They'll, you know, I think it was Dante Stallworth who went for 18 days, right, after a DUI murder. But, and, but, know, but so. in it, not. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's not I'm not laughing at the situation. No, no, no. But at the I mean, same time if you and I do it, you know. Right, right. Nine, I'm, I'm, 90 I mean, days, something like that. They have a protocol that is no questions asked that you have access to a Uber in the NFL at any given time. Why would I ever drive anywhere? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But right. I want to be cool. But let's go ahead and I, I, I digress to go ahead and talk about the Saints. Saints actually go ahead and hired another coach. Yeah. Uh, um, Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen seems pretty cool. He 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 seems like a guy that 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 got our defense from the lowest it has ever been to go ahead and go right. here. But but at the same time, man, I'm still missing my my the, the Saints charisma of Sean Payton, man. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, hopefully, you know, I'm on board with him. Hopefully, he can. Do a little better than he did at the Raiders, for sure. Right, um, right. I'm talking. About, they fired him at, at in, in mid mid season, yeah, correct? Was like five and twenty or something, something. Uh, you know, but I mean, the Raiders were a dumpster fire at that point. Yes, they had, they had gone through Lane Kiffin and Tom Cable, and you know he was in there, and you know. But I think I, honestly, with him, the Kamara Kamara is going to be a hit for sure. Yes. Number one thing he's got to find out who's under center. Um, you know, with the with the change of the NFL in the last couple years, you know, last ten to fifteen years, you've got to have somebody under center who can make those throws. I mean, the running back position has been devalued so much. Yes. Um, you know, does Mark Ingram stay on as a I don't know thirty two thirty three? I don't know how old Ingram is right now. It, 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 can it, he take fifteen to eighteen carries a game? What? Well, well, with one. another five or six. <laughs> catches who knows um we're so much in 
in, in this bad place because you know, and, and and I always hate to say thing bad things about Sean Payton. This is my time to go in and say it right here. I'm I'm, I'm bitter because I'm a son that's left in this burning this burning bush or or this right. burning house. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I understand. Look, he got married. He needs to go ahead and do different things. And and look, it's gonna be a great thing for him and his family. You know, condolences. But who in the world are we gonna get? We seventy million dollars in the hole. Oh, I know. Like like like. So we better be happy if we can get. Jameis back. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm praying for his knee right now. Yeah. Okay? They're talking about getting Russell Wilson. Why in the world will Russell Wilson uh, come here? The name escapes me right now. I, I saw a mock draft. I, I can't remember his name. Um, the, the kid from Pittsburgh. One, let me go in here that's and tell you. I, that's what I saw in a mock You're talking draft. about the fake, you're talking about the, the fake guy, slide? Yeah, the fake slide guy. Let um, me go in and tell you this. And I, and, and, and I, I use this I'm word so all the time on this thing right here is uh, one, suck, Okay, uh, we have Ian Book now. Right. Ian Book, I thought Ian Book in college looked pretty good. Right, he got out there. Now we did not have an offensive line for him. I believe that you, when you stack two quarterbacks back to back, that means you have no quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay, like we need to figure out who's developing these guys. Okay, yeah, and and, and in it, Sean Payton. Let's really be honest with this thing. He's the best play caller I have ever been. He is the greatest designer of plays that I have ever been around. But he has not developed any one of these quarterbacks that we've had for the last since he is in his tenure. He's been what 16, 16 right. years. Um, I mean. I mean Obviously, with Breeze, you know, it was... He came in ready. Correct. Okay. Um, Even with Jameis, he came in ready. Right. You you know what I'm saying? So, So, you know, I'm just trying to go through. uh, They had the the guy from uh, Missouri forever. We had Grayson. We had... We had two of them that started with a G. And and, and both of them. Draft picks, back to back to back. Correct. We just really need to... Uh, and yeah, he went to the Bears, the guy that you're talking about. Right. And then he came back. He went to Kansas yes. City, went to the Chase Bears. Daniel. Chase Daniels. That's now, Chase true. Daniels was pretty good yeah. when he go ahead. Yeah. One, undersized. I, I, I really go ahead and believe that. Uh, you but, can't be more undersized than Breeze. Oh, my so, God. I'm, 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 I mean, now they're talking about like, hey, would you really look at... Um, oh, my goodness. This is going to sound pretty bad. The porno star girlfriend. Um... Uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy G, uh, Garoppolo. G- Garoppolo. Now, 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 I'm, I'm sorry to go ahead and say that because that it comes to my mind all the time. Talk about uh, choosing the worst girlfriend that you ever hey, could go ahead you know, and choose. I'm, I'm just happy that I didn't know who you were talking about <laughs> when you said the porno. Right, girlfriend. right, uh, right, 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 right. But it says but more it, about me. But, um, exactly. It, it it went through the NFL, well, and I was about, like, hmm, for real. So, well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I was gonna say Aaron Rodgers, but he's going to Denver. Everyone, okay. Everyone does does Aaron Rodgers not look like Frank from from uh from from uh, Shameless? I mean, like, have you ever watched Shameless never before? You know what? You are horrible. I want to go ahead and start off by saying that if you <laughs> never go ahead and write, watch Shameless, oh my goodness, it is the best filth that you will ever go ahead and watch in your life. Okay. Let me go ahead and give you another one that you really need to watch. You seem like an Ozark guy. Okay. Have you ever watched Ozark? Nope. Oh my God! What are you Is watching? Family Feud? You know what I'm Are you just watching Family I'm watching Feud? Caucasian on? sports. <laughs> Literally hockey. It said, "Oh no, Ice hockey, we're not watching sledding, you know. <laughs> volleyball." Here I come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you know, I was born 40. I turn on a bunch of TV shows, old sitcoms. 
And, you know, just... I bet you ain't watching the Cosby the show, background. though. I bet you ain't watching the Cosby I show. I watched the Cosby <laughs> show. Uh, they, the are Cosby not, like, they are not playing the Cosby show anymore on television. When it's on, I'll watch it. Um, you know, Roseanne <laughs> is still on. So. Let me go ahead and tell you this. Talk about a show. Roseanne, all black people watch Roseanne. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you, it was it, it, it was that feeling that you had that this woman could say anything. It was like my mom; she would mm-hmm. say anything. You know what I'm saying? Get upset at anything. Roseanne was one of my shows. Now, in it, so a typical day. Now I see here you've been married 16 years. Okay. Now you walk in. Now I know you you believe this. This what's coming. Your son, he is hilarious. Look, I I I I, I see him dancing. With your head, if 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 individuals go ahead and kind of kind of kind of kind of put out your um uh, your 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 Facebook, um, follow him on Facebook. Is is, is it just your first name yeah, and your last name? Gregory Como. Got Gregory Como. C O M E A. Do you have an IG, Coach? I do not. Okay. I swear it gets worse and worse. It gets worse and worse. So the only way. Okay. And I I got that Twitter during the pandemic because a lot of um. There was a lot of organizations doing soccer trivia. Yes, yes. And I, I have never posted to Twitter other than to answer <laughs> trivia questions. So I've got a Snapchat that okay, my okay, phone, okay. Look at and this. I may snap people once okay, a year. Okay, okay. Go look, look, look. Go ahead and plug it. Go uh, ahead and plug your 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 your. Uh, I don't your, know your, my snap. Uh, oh. <laughs> goal goal one four one is my snap. That's what I'm talking about. Now you got to realize this man go ahead and came in from Northwestern. He graduated in 04. and uh, you know. How did it feel to be a demon? Uh, you know, that it was great to be a demon. Um, that was the period, I guess, pre huddle. Okay. When you could still get those recruits that slipped through the cracks. Oh. You know, uh-huh. we wound up with Craig Nall, who, who transferred out of LSU, but we had Tony Taylor. Right. Um, Terrence McGee. I mean,. Our, we had we had NFL we had, prospect we had, in, in, NFL guys I mean, that were developed in the league for fifteen right. years. I right, mean, you know, so we had Ash guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we had Tony Taylor was a Pineville guy. Uh, yeah, talk, talk, talk about locally. Butch Stoker, right? Well, not Butch. Butch was the dad. Scott Stoker. Scott Stoker. Yes, he was the coach. Um, and I mean. We beat TCU when they had Ladanian Tomlinson in the backfield. Right, right. Of course, I didn't go to the game. Okay. You know, but <laughs> no, you were too busy watching Caucasian sports <laughs> back in 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't watch college football, right? Um, but no, I mean, one year we went to Oklahoma State. I don't think we won that game. That that was added after September 11th. Now, now we lost I know some game. people are going to hate me. I know some people are going to hate me because because all the time I say stuff on this podcast all the time. So me and my friend Dominique, we 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 have our sons. We're the same. They're the same age, and we go to different colleges to go see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's just say the tailgate at Northwestern was better than the game when we go ahead and got in. It is pretty bad. The, the like that was the first time that I've seen. A conference play against each other twice yeah. to make their to to to, to make their schedule yeah, um, work. You know the same the same realignment. That's this is all from Texas and Oklahoma. Yes, bolting to the SEC. All this different realignment has just gotten to a point where um, I believe the Southland was down to maybe four or five conference teams. 
And I think for FCS, they make it, you have to have seven or eight. Um, so they had a one-year uh, opportunity to to fix that, or the Southland Conference would have ceased to exist. Mm. Um, it was almost like last last one there, you know, right. turn off the lights. Right. Um, the big thing is, I believe it's the WAC. The WAC has just has gone all in with football. Yes. Um, you know, as as you know, they used to be a one A conference. Yes. And now, um, they they took what I, I, maybe it was the Texas Four Texas. It was Sam Houston, which has now left them to go to Conference USA. Yes. Yes. But Sam Houston State, Stephen F. Austin, uh, maybe. Uh, incarnate Word, maybe. Well, incarnate Word is still there. Okay. They're the last of the Mohicans. Now, Incarnate Word ends up whooping everybody in the thing right. other than Southeastern. Um, Southeastern. Southeastern. Now, 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 now South. that is a fight yeah. when I go ahead and see South, them play against them in Hammond. Southeastern has done it right, let's say, from building the team. Yes. Uh, when I was at NSU, Southeastern actually just brought their team back. And I think NSU beat them like 87 to Right. 10. Right. Well, um, well, you're not pulling the same athletes in, 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 no, in, no, anymore. No, no. And, and, and not to and, say anything, because we have a couple of guys that's here locally right. that, that that's over there. We got two guys yeah. that were, well, three guys that were over there from Pineville, two guys that are about to graduate. Um, right. King was over there. And we have some incoming guys right. from here. TJ, um, the wide receiver, just go ahead and sign. And I'm hoping that this thing can go ahead and go right. up. But Northwestern is truly um, an easy ticket to get. Mm-hmm. Okay. But. Uh, at the same time, it it lacks the nostalgia uh, that, right. that 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 was there before. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So uh, you know, I mean, it, we had some fun there. Uh, I wasn't there. I, two of the years we were there, we made the NCAA tournament. But I wasn't there the year they upset Iowa. Gotcha. When Iowa was a third seed or a fourth seed. Um, I was actually teaching in Lafayette at that time. So hold up. So while you were in college, you went to teaching. What's that? So 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 no, okay. I, okay. So so like you graduated. Six. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, now 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 in it, I'm going to go ahead and ask you random uh, um, questions about your college years. I know there's a lot of guys going out there. Did you pledge anything? I was a Pi Kappa Phi. Okay. Now. What was the criteria that you had to meet to actually go ahead and be in that thing? I think I was the one that just paid my dues on time, so they let me in. Um, <laughs> no, um, I mean, you know, through all bid process and all that, um, you know, we had to we had to do our pledge ship and yes. learn about the fraternity. We had to make. Best time in it. Good, great. Come uh, on, best time in it. You, you you have to have a moment where you said this is worth it. It, it could have been the worst thing that you'd ever done in your um, life. Here we go. So all right, so here it goes. So one buddy of mine, and I've told this story many times. One one buddy of mine. Uh, well, okay. So. Once a year or once a semester, the fraternity had us on campus, and we'd do this alcohol um, 
awareness class. Of, yes. You know, how to, very how to important. behave with alcohol, which but is very, very important. important. Yes, yes. Uh, we understand that uh, individuals abuse this, and, 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 and we do not condone that type correct, of action, correct. so we need to be aware. So, and, and this story, you know, does not involve alcohol, so, you know, we go to this class, and we have one of our buddies who got out of the class. I believe he had to go home to Shreveport, maybe at a wedding. I don't remember the, the reason why he, he missed it. Um, but he lived at a trail. He, he lived in a trailer off campus. Mm. A nice little three bedroom trailer. Best story already. Okay. Okay, so, he lives in a trailer. <laughs> Let's go. And he never locked said trailer. <laughs> so we are leaving the student union and we um, see a chicken, some random chicken running around campus. So we decide to catch the chicken. <laughs> it took a little bit, but we, you know, we, we put our, we did our inner Rocky, you know, um, yes. and we yes. caught the chicken. So then we have this chicken and we're like, what are we going to do with the chicken? They said, let's go to Kevin's house. I guarantee you his trailer's unlocked. And let's put the chicken in his trailer for when he gets back on Sunday night. <laughs> so we go to his trailer. Sure enough, it's unlocked. So we've got the chicken. We go to his bathroom. Put the chicken in the bathroom. Put the chicken in the bathroom. He had a dog, so we wet some dog food. We give the chicken you know, food, water, whatever. And we leave it, you know, and we close the door. Now, Kevin decides he's going to get home, uh, you know, because he needed to. We had class the next day. And um, the he said he knew something was up because the door to his bathroom was shut. And he never, he had the master right. bedroom, right? Uh-oh, so he's like, in the trailer. Yeah. See, 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 there's nothing <laughs> better. A master bedroom in a trailer. That means that it had access on both sides to the bathroom. Correct. So the bathroom right. had two directions. See, I know poor living. <laughs> Go ahead and keep on. So he sees that the um, door is shut and decides to, you know, start screaming like, hey, who's here? Who's here? And, um... Doesn't hear anything, but he hears walking. So, you know, he grabs a golf club, <laughs> gets down on the floor and looks and sees these little a chicken shadow. feet. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's, you know, so of course we have to admit to him and he's like, man, I swear, I thought I was going to have to kill somebody, beat somebody. You know, I had my five iron out. I'm like, whatever, man. <laughs> So that that that's one story I've told a few times. So um, so so in it, look, your time at Northwestern, you go ahead and start off, and the first place that you're going to go to is like, how long was you at Acadiana? So I only taught at Acadiana for gotcha. one year. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I was actually at Como High. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Um, I did that for about five years. And I then, was in, I was in Lafayette for eleven years after okay. school okay. before I moved here. Um, so I did Como High, Acadiana High, and I had some uh, middle school sprinkled in there also. So I want to go ahead and tell you to give a shout out to your wife because I know, you know what I'm saying? Look, she's nine times out of ten going to go ahead and listen to your lovely voice. Go ahead and say hello to her. Say hello to your son. Always go ahead and give shots out. Come on, go ahead and go with that. 
All right, I'd just like to say hello to my wife, Amy, and my son, Baylor, who uh, are at home right now. Nine times a ten, you're receiving a text from him saying, look, you've been gone too long. Actually, I got a text just now from uh, Jason Moppin, who, you know, you know very well. Yes, he, yes. One of the Ash uh, soccer coaches. Yes, so. yes, uh, yes, indeed. He was supposed to go, I was supposed to go and give him a call, and he was going to ask a random question, but he wouldn't answer his phone because I was going to bring him on while he was um, there. I guess I guess he's doing other soccer things, but they well, they don't think they did. Should we call him now? Look, 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 look. Put him up. Look, look. Call him up. We're going live here to go ahead and call. And normally we go and have well, this for about did, an hour. Can I, can I swear on this? Let, yes, you can. Let me go ahead and tell so you. Should I have Siri just say? Mm -mm, yeah. Look, look, look. Just just go ahead and call him up and and put it close. And then here we go. Well, no, I'm just because in my phone his name isn't Jason Moppin. So <laughs> can I say, hey Siri, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, hey Siri, call bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that is priceless. <laughs> Let me tell you this: you are live on this podcast, and uh, this is old coach. And, and we got Coach Como right here. He's calling you on the phone. Now, tell me one thing about old Coach that would be the most embarrassing thing that you remember about him. Now, come on. Go ahead and give me something, Coach Moppet. This is the coach from, uh, from Ash, and here we go. The most embarrassing thing is whenever Coach Como lost to me in a foot race at Leesville. Oh, no. Come on. We have a oh, race. <laughs> We have a raise. You know, you know, there is a video that exists of this somewhere floating around, and um, you may want to actually tell something that was true. Uh, <laughs> See, he didn't understand Coach Moppin. You had wheels. You know what I'm saying? No, Coach Moppin did not beat me. Oh, come on. He got smoked, Please tell he, me it's true. No, he got smoked, but he swears up and down that he won. I, I, I will find the video. I mean... <laughs> We need to post it. We need to make sure we have everything in line. Now, Coach Moppin, are you ready to go ahead and play this game? Uh, and at Catholic on, um, I want to say, 6 o'clock on Saturday? Come on, go ahead and give me some information on that. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be... It's going to be a tough one. Okay, okay, tough. But guess what? We're ready for tough. We, 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 we built for this thing right here. You know what I'm saying? So I know I know that he's uh, your son. You're getting time to go ahead and spend with your son. He's on the road uh, with you. So then I know you got to enjoy that. So what is the motivational speech you're going to give them boys before they go and hit the field? We're going to let Coach Songs do the speaking on that one. I got you. I got we're you. We're going to do everything we can to motivate them, get them up for the game. Uh, this will be... This this will be the first time that uh, we've ever been to a uh, Division One semifinals. Yes, yes. And uh, we're using that for motivation, pump them up. Uh, we really want to make it to uh, Strawberry Stadium on the seventeenth. Well, I, I do want to say this. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but you guys played at Denham Springs yesterday. But did y'all make a detour to Hammond yesterday? 
We did. So y'all went to Strawberry Stadium. Y'all went a little bit out of the way and showed them where they're going to be playing next week, right? That, that well, that's where we want to get to. I like I like that motivation right there, Coach. I like it. I like it. In moments like that, sometimes before you can envision it, you have to go ahead and see the vision firsthand. You know what I'm saying? I love that. I love that right there. Now, tell them, look, <laughs> Coach Moppin, do you have an IG account? Coach Moppin doesn't have a Facebook. He doesn't know, oh, hold on. Wait, wait, he wait, doesn't wait, know what wait, an wait, IG wait, is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Coach Moppin, do you have a Facebook Facebook? No. Oh, I have an Instagram. Mm, he already beat you, Coach. He already beat you right there. Like, he is more relevant. Tell me, what what else do you have? Do you have an active Twitter? No. <laughs> okay, I think I think it's going back into a tie. I think it's going back into a tie. Hey, now, I bet you he can't name five uh, Winter Olympics. Here we sports. go. Here we go. So we got the Caucasian competition right here. Can you name five five Olympic events in the Winter Olympics right now? Five. You have uh, bobsledding. Mm-hmm. Curling. Mm-hmm. Figure skating, mm-hmm. speed skating. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to go in and see. I think that it, it, let's go ahead and count. Right, let, right. Let's count speed skating because you know they do fly around in a circle. Yes, go ahead and go with that. One more. Ice hockey. Let me go in and tell you. I I can tell y'all have been watching this thing right here. Now, <laughs> can you t- <laughs> I, I'm trying to go ahead and think of, of something that both of y'all, well, one, let me go in. I always want to go ahead and give him proper due. Uh, Coach Mop is one of the best tutors for, uh, for, for taking tests out there. So uh, if they want to go and get in touch with you to go and get some tutoring sessions, go ahead and drop your IG or gro- drop how they can get in touch with you to make sure you make that good money now. How and where we can do it? I would get in touch. Um, email uh, Jason. Not mopping at rpsb.us. Now, all of the money that's going to go in and go to this, I need to go and make sure I get 25% just going ahead and having it on my show. Well, look at this, Coach Mopping. Thank you for going in and actually chiming in. And <laughs> you have to hear what Siri has you saved in inside of Mopping's phone. But we're going to go ahead and save that <laughs> another day. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Oh Lord, oh Lord, here it is, here it is. I've heard it. Don't well, worry, one day I'll, I'll let you read what's in my phone. Oh, I love it. I love it. we definitely going to go and have that. Well, look at this. Make sure you have a great day, Coach. All right? And, and look, good luck to you on this coming up weekend. Yes, sir. We're going to do it. We're going to do our best. All right, all right. Bye. <laughs> Look at this. We didn't came to the point where we have the word of the day. It can go in to be about anything um, in life, things that are affecting things in school. Uh, let me go and say this. Uh, I have not going and said I've always spoke upon his his great ability to coach on the field. But inside of the classroom, coach, you're you're you're, you're quite the inspiration for these kids as well. So I just want you to go ahead and have the word of the day of something that you think that needs to be heard in our community that will go ahead and actually bring this to it. It's fold. All right. Well, 
There, uh, I've had an opportunity come up recently that I, I, I would like to bring attention to. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who is uh, a native of Liberia in West Africa. Um, uh, very poor area, Liberia. Um, and he started a nonprofit organization that donates used and partially used sports equipment to the kids there. Um, you know, he, it's mostly soccer equipment, but you know, any, any, uh, cleats, any shoes, any things that might be partially used that, um, you know, you're just trying to get rid of, you're looking at, you're doing whatever. This is youth on up to 18, 19, you know, year olds, anything that, um, you know, could be used. Um, you know, I, I've... I, I've sent out some stuff on Facebook, so, you know, not Instagram. I don't have one of them, but um, if there's anything that you feel the need or just want to donate, you can bring it up to Greg, uh, Greg Como at Pineville High School. Um, you know, we've got boxes and stuff set up there that, you know, we can get donated to, to these children, um, you know, so that they could learn sports but be active yes. and you know a lot of them play barefoot they you know get a couple plastic bags time together and they're kicking it as a soccer ball so just any any athletic equipment i know would be very beneficial most definitely most definitely a great claw claws make sure that you go ahead and if, if you can um send me that on on facebook and i can go and kind of try to put a link to to so 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 they can make sure that they are attached to that um ladies and gentlemen um this last uh week has been pretty trying for me trying for the bayon family um i've lost my grandmother uh, that was uh pretty uh, tragic for myself. Um, she was a matriarch of our family. Um, she was 92 years old. She had 12 children, uh, preceded by three of them dying um, before. Um, and at 92, COVID actually uh, took her life within that week. Uh, very sharp, was a great domino champion. But then it seems like we're being affected again. My cousin, Oliver, that they call Little O, uh, he actually went in for a normal surgery to take something out. They opened up something that was cancerous, and I this is my first time ever hearing about it. Uh, when they opened it up, the cancer spread, and they had to close him up. I don't even know what they call this, but um, on the on the table, it happened and in a snap he was gone and right now i'm dealing with another cousin her his sister actually got COVID, and now she's on a ventilator and she's trying to go ahead and fight for her life and i'm telling you these things um to make sure that we are aware of the life that we're living to enjoy our life today we're going to live in our happiness today Okay, I think that so many of us, we've pushed our happiness to say, I can't wait to the weekend. I can't wait to the summertime. I can't wait to another time in my life to be happy when that time may never come. I think that you can have a happy life on a Monday. Like, even though everybody could say, boy, these Mondays, man, I can't wait to the weekend. No, I can't wait till right now that I'm standing right here that you can hear my voice. You know what I'm saying? I got a chance to see my son today, and he did not have the best game of his life. 
but I'm happy to see him. And I'm so happy to see him in the best times of his life and even in the worst times of his life. Because guess what? That is the best time that I can have today. I don't want to go and say, oh, I'll be happy whenever he hits a home run. I'll be happy whenever he does this. Let me tell you, you know, I'm happy just to go ahead and see him because there are a lot of people in life that have been waiting to be happy that they go ahead and forget how to be happy. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you enjoyed this time with Coach Como because I definitely have. And uh, I want to always say this. You know what I'm saying? Look, I can't wait to next year. I can't wait to go ahead and see what you have on the field, Coach. And I just, I can't wait to see you, Coach, and what you do with the team next year. You have anything you want to say, Coach? I just wanted to say uh, thank you for uh, inviting me onto this show to put you know soccer on the map for your listeners. Hopefully, uh, it got through you know to some people that might you know have been on the fence for you know letting them or their children or picking up the game, um, you know. And I want to obviously uh, give you my condolences with you know this week that you've been dealing with, like you said. Um, take everything take every every minute you've got you know to to live your life to the best and fullest you know i mean what you said that definitely resonates um so hopefully you know hopefully this back and forth this banter this you know had some people laughing but you know at the same time um you know Thanks for having me, and uh, go Winter Olympics, and go, go Jamaican bobsled team. I'm going to have you on in three weeks, and I'm going to tell you this. Every time, I'm going to call you every time, and then whatever sports, you better be aware of these sports. I'm just going to call you randomly all the time, okay. and I'm going to ask you just random things about this weekend in maybe the most Caucasian sport ever. You know what I'm okay. saying? And be like, you better tell me some information about it, or you might go ahead and lose your card. You know what okay. I'm saying? Well, look at this, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, always remember, good luck in God's city. It's game time. Family. It's game time. Awareness. There are moments when game time gets serious. And always remember, good luck in God's speed. In God's speed. In God's speed.